0: Hello and welcome to the show of Women's Strength Society. Today we have an episode that is quite philosophic, philosophic.
1: <laughs> philosophical.
0: Philosophical.
1: Philosophical. Okay. What are we going to talk about?
0: Uh, we are going to talk about the fear of being average. And what does what does average even mean? And um, the the first thing that pops up in my mind. Uh, was an email Mm -hmm. a newsletter that you wrote i think it was in maybe in december or something last year and the the last words of the email were fight normal yeah and this email got so much more um like positive reaction from, uh-huh. from the people on our mailing list. Um, they, they shared this message on social media and they were like, wow, like finally someone talks about that. Yeah. And maybe you can just quickly recap what was the email about or what were your thoughts writing the email what's the message
1: i'm going to do this but i'm also going to um tell you where the inspiration came from from that email because it was um it was quite interesting Uh, and i i read about the um, i think the last letter that uh, jeff bezos from amazon wrote to um to, to the the board members i think mm-hmm. it was um before before uh, stepping down as a ceo of amazon and um it was one paragraph or one page about how your Environment doesn't want you to change, and so everything everything wants to stay um, the basically same. the same and in place to conserve energy. And I don't exactly remember h- how he um, worded it and how it, what, uh, how it was presented, but basically what he was saying was that um, if you don't if you don't fight norm normal, <laughs> if you don't um, fight fight against it, then you're just going to be swallowed by your environment um, and you are going to get to to be exactly the same as every everyone and everything around you and um, that sparked a bit my my imagination my inspiration to write that that newsletter because you don't like to be as everyone else i don't really like to be as everyone else and especially in the in the context of um, of fitness and health this is something that um yeah that i think is worth striving for not not trying not to be average because um when you when you see the average of um of how fit people are then Mm -hmm. it's not it's not very it's not very good it's not very high and so um you can really look at, at some data and some statistics where you can see that uh, in western countries more than um 50% of the population um is overweight and um that a lot of of the um, like the number one killer worldwide is um heart disease and mm-hmm. there are a lot of stuff that we can do to prevent that um through exercise but also um uh through nutrition and um because i think that I'm quite health conscious and I, I care about how fit I am and um, also to an extent how I look. And then it's um, it's um something that's sometimes quite difficult to, uh, to define exactly. Like what do I want to achieve mm. and what are my goals? Uh, but um, on the flip side, we can also look at what we don't want to become, mm. what we don't want to do, what we don't want to be. Um, it helps.
0: It definitely helps to... Yeah set yourself apart or see like hey i'm i don't want to go into this direction i'm striving to go into somewhere the opposite else, yeah. yeah somewhere else or uh, in the opposite direction yeah
1: and sometimes it's it's even enough to just say hey i just want i just want to be different mm-hmm. i just want to be something uh, else than than everybody else and of course um, it's not to say that everybody is always or everybody has like um, very um, very grave uh, health problems, but it's still something that's present and that's something that's on the rise. Um, our generation is the first re- uh, generation where the life expectancy is going down, uh, which is something that's that's never uh, happened yeah. before. So really, because because of the improvement in health and technology and medicine, has really helped mankind to um always live longer and better and now's the first time where it's uh, declining a bit and um yeah and uh and where you where you look at what the norm is meaning like most people over the majority of uh no over the the mean um so over 50 percent um is going to be the norm that's Mm -hmm. how it's defined um or it's something that is well accepted and, um, that's not, um, questioned. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so this is one, one part of it is the outcome, but the other part is, of course, the, um, the behavior, <clears throat> sorry, the behavior that that leads to um, these outcomes, and what I've lived and observed is, and I think this this was the topic or the main takeaway of the of email. the email, and that's why it has such a, a positive resonance was mm-hmm. that it's absolutely normal. To um, go uh, out Friday, Saturday, to drink alcohol, to yeah. give, you know, to spend money for for that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I just got like yesterday. I got a uh, real send mm-hmm. from from a client, and the real was about how how it's normal to to drink and to party. And to, I don't know, eat fast food and stuff like that. This is totally normal. And nobody nobody is judging you or or questioning questioning it or looking at you like, what are you doing? But (laughs) as soon as you are, you are paying attention to your diet, you're even tracking your food and you're weighing your food and you are spending, uh, five, six, uh, sessions, like gyms uh training sessions in the gym mm-hmm. either it's like strength training or cardio it's immediately like you're obsessive or isn't it too much or
1: are you okay are
0: you okay <laughs> do you think this is like yeah. health a healthy healthy, healthy behavior, behavior. Yeah. and lifting yeah. heavy and um this is not so good for your joints and stuff like that it really goes down yeah, yeah. we can go down the rabbit hole here but It's super interesting because this is something what really triggers our clients,
1: um,
0: that they are not like that, this, the lifestyle they are living is not seen as normal and i think they're happy about it that they set themselves apart but at the same time it's it's also a struggle or a lot of like resistance you are facing
1: yeah it's difficult because um because it's not the norm yeah Uh, it's as simple as that and um and then it can get a bit lonely to to go on that on that road so if you don't have like um a lot of, of people around you that go the same that have the same interest or Yeah
0: you are losing people on the you are way losing people and on you the are, way you are realizing like hey eighty percent of the people that are surrounding me are not understanding what I'm doing. So mm-hmm. The more I'm going down this, or the more I'm taking this path, or the more I'm deciding to go against the norm and living that lifestyle, the more I also know I, I will lose people yeah. around
1: me. Which I guess is fine because you know, not every relationship is meant to, to last for a lifetime, but
0: Absolutely. It's, it's but still, it's scary. Um,
1: it's still, for me, it's still a sign that there's something that's, that's kind of wrong in our society, because like you said, um, people are going to inquire and ask questions when you, when you really pay attention to your diets, when you go a lot to, to the gym or training and you are, you're active, but, um, not a lot of people are going to, to say stuff about someone who's smoking, mm-hmm. someone who's drinking a lot of alcohol or someone who's going you know, who's going daily to a McDonald's or, um, eat like a lot of, of crazy. junk food.
0: I mean, and no, nobody is saying like, Hey, you're smoking again, a cigarette to a smoker yeah. who is like leaving the office every hour to, to get the,
1: yeah, it's, it's cigarette. kind of strange. And in and, and parallel to that, then, um, there's also like, uh, more and more people that smoke weed, for example, and mm-hmm. it's, it's, um, it's being legalized. So, uh, it's a bit of a different background and discussion, but it's still a drug that's quite uh, potent and that has a profound effect. And for most people, it also means that you're going to smoke, which in and of itself is not something that is healthy. So, um, and this is more and more accepted. And so it's kind of a weird dynamic. And, um, and the message of the, of the email was just like, Hey, um if you want to be healthy then then look at what everyone is doing basically or most people are doing and just don't do that and um and it's going to you have going you you are going to have to pay a price for that so mm-hmm. you have to fight it every day because because your environment is not moving in that direction as of right now it's, it's just not the case and um and it's going to it's going to be a fight yeah. it's going to be a fight
0: and what, do you remember a situation where this, um, f- where you had, or where this thought process started for you, where you said to yourself or where you realized, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this, uh-huh. and I, the, the normal thing and the average thing, um, anymore. And I want to take a different, um, path. Has there been something um, where you can what you can
1: it, remember of? Yes. Uh, so I think for me, the um, you know when you are when you are a teenager, then it's the, the it's the time where you start to experiment with, with alcohol or smoking, and. Um, I think beer never tasted great for me, but I did it anyway. That was my part. (laughs) Yeah, I did it anyway, you know, you drink because of, it's not, it was not uh, even peer pressured. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really like, I did not experience so Mm -hmm. much of, hey, you have to drink uh, or else you're a loser. It was
0: just normal at the time. But it was just normal. Beer and wine. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, why, wine, I enjoyed it. So this is something that I drank quite a lot, but, um, I, I remember, uh, I remember still, you know, questioning that behavior because I was like, Hey, why is everyone drinking beer? Because it, it just doesn't really taste good. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then. That was like as a teenager and early adulthood when I was uh, studying music and, um, in that, in that kind of scene where it's, where it's, it's really normal to uh, party and to do drugs and to drink quite a lot. Then, um, I tried to be that guy, and it just didn't work out. And I think this is one of the reasons why I, why I quit being a musician mm-hmm. and my path just got, went another way, is because I just couldn't identify with that lifestyle, and I experienced just way too many drawbacks. Um, and I couldn't justify like why I would why I would um, keep drinking. Also, one of the big aspect of it was was um, money. And I was like, I was always tight on a budget, kind of the, you know, the, the typical cliche, typical musician. musician. And uh, for me, it was just not worth it. I was like, Hey, I, I'm, I, need I prefer to eat. <laughs> I prefer to eat. And I wanted to buy instruments and like music gear is as very expensive so um i could not afford to to spend like 50 um hundred euro every weekend on on yeah you name it weed yeah. drugs uh, alcohol cigarettes mm-hmm. um so that was a big no-no and uh so that was quite conscious that i was against it but that i realized that it was really the norm like not just amongst musicians but it's actually very normal um you know in a lot of people and a lot of demographic to drink quite a lot to not eat healthy to um yeah to be active but not really serious about it Um, I think that came a bit later and through observation of what I went through, Mm -hmm. but also what, what the people I was working with, um, gave me as feedback, because this is something that they, they struggle, like you said, quite, quite a lot with. And, um, because I don't have like a huge social life for me, it was maybe a bit easier to just say, Hey. I'm not going to do that and I don't really have to fight that much because I'm not really confront, you know, I'm not in a situation where I have to say no all the time. Um, a lot of respect to all the people that choose to uh, transform their lives and try and get healthier. And they do have to fight, uh, that kind of environment because, uh, there are a lot of people that have, that have to, to face that. Um, yeah. So that's kind of my dig on that. Mm-hmm. How was it for you?
0: Uh, I was just thinking about it. When I asked you the question, yeah. I was like, hey, when did it start for me to, when did I have the shift? Was it also that early? Like you said, it was in your like, youth um, mm-hmm. time that you, that you already thought about, hey, how stupid is that? Why is everyone drinking beer? I was definitely not like that. But I also think something in me always maybe was a bit different. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I think from what, what you've told me, it was also, um, you know, the, the clash between some of the, those past behaviors. And when you started to, to be more active, to um, go more to training, where you kind of realized, because at the beginning, you you're telling me that you were still smoking. But you are also going to the training.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was, there was definitely a transition phase. It was not like, I was not always super sporty or paying a lot of attention to my health, um, especially not when I, when I was a youth. Um, and then also not in my like early 20s. I was partying a lot. Um, but then I also had these drawbacks of it like mm-hmm. partying drinking smoking and uh, not eating healthy and not moving my body so there was definitely a, tr- a transition phase of starting to pay more attention to a healthy diet and um moving like training being active uh, but then also still having this identity of the the party girl mm-hmm. and the one in the circle of friends who's always connecting the people and bringing pe- people together uh, so i definitely stepped out of this like identity i said goodbye and and i'm yeah i'm really not this person anymore <laughs> yeah i don't have the i don't have the role I really said goodbye to that to that role and to the um, behaviors that people um, connected to this role to me. Yeah,
1: this is um, this is something that is very uh, very uh, powerful. Mm-hmm. By the way, as uh, in psychology, it's called uh, identity-based or identity-driven behavior change. So, really, to identify with with one person and say hey this is who i am and to that person belongs that kind of behavior or um, some other behaviors
0: and i wasn't that conscious about that at that time (laughs) when i had this like transition phase Mm -hmm. Um, but i realized that some behaviors definitely didn't fit the, the sporty fit girl <laughs> oh, and yeah. some behaviors of the sporty fit girl wa- weren't um, fitting the the norm. Yeah, the partying girl.
1: Yeah let's um let's add a layer to that so Mm -hmm. we have one side is um the the norm and like average is um most of the time is not really paying attention to nutrition not Mm -hmm. really being active um and and maybe some other times even going to be a bit more hardcore about it um what's the other side of the spectrum of uh, not wanting to or wanting to not be average. You know, um, Yeah, excellence. How, what's your stance on that? Um, what do you strive to achieve and why it's important to you?
0: Um, I'm thinking back of when I, why I started my fitness journey. Um, because at that time it was in my mid twenties um I was totally into like fashion and I had like it, it was really something that interested me like um having like different styles and also showing different kind of personalities like through your how the the way you look mm-hmm. and i also always wanted to be on top of the like trends
1: it's funny because i never look at fashion this way but yeah it makes sense
0: yeah, it's yeah. As- and that's why i also like like photo shootings uh-huh Something that that mm-hmm. like catches me yeah. more than stepping on stage or something where I need to fit into someone else's criteria of mm-hmm. how I need to look. Um, but that's a topic for another um, mm-hmm. day, maybe. <laughs> um, but I always wanted to be able to wear different styles and express myself through uh, fashion. And I couldn't. I couldn't because I didn't felt well in my body. Mm -hmm. I didn't felt confident in my body. And that's why I didn't, um, bought the clothes that I would maybe Mm -hmm. buy if I could be more confident, you know, I I only wore black jeans
1: Mm
0: -hmm. or, uh, black, um, leggings. Yeah. Stuff like that so it was always black and funny uh client of us just wrote me uh, this week she was always wearing black leggings in the gym always like black and black and black because it makes her a little bit like uh, thinner uh, yeah. um and the first time now she wore a white top and a blue leggings <laughs> and for her it was like a really big ba- breakthrough yeah. um, in her journey and it remembered me of myself. So, um, my, my body was like holding me back, expressing myself mm-hmm. in a way yeah. in that, in that, um, in that moment, it was uh, fashion, which was a topic. So I didn't want to be the person that looking back at my life. yeah looking back at my life didn't do the things she wanted to do or wear the trousers and skirts and dresses she maybe felt like she wanted to wear
1: Mm -hmm. and this is why you started this fitness journey and this is kind of where the spark is of i want to achieve more and more and uh, fuck average Yeah, fuck average. (laughs) (laughs) This
0: was, uh, this was the, this was the beginning. And then what I realized on my uh, journey or like going through different challenges of strength training, fitness, which has a lot to do with personal development, Mm -hmm. uh, for me. Uh, then I realized, Hey, what, what the, what the training, what the fitness, what this, uh, fighting against the, what's normal. Um it enables me to do this also in other areas of my life. Mm-hmm. So it opened up so much more opportunities. I, w- mm-hmm. I was like, okay, but when I can do this with my body and if I can like feel finally confident and wear what I want to wear and feel good in the, in the clothes that I'm wearing, then I can For maybe... What open- else
1: can I achieve?
0: What else can I achieve? Yeah. What else can I do with my job? Can I then also just fuck everything, um, quit my job and do whatever I want to. Mm -hmm. And the same goes for, and I did. And the same goes for relationships, um, either like romantically, but also, also with like friends, friendships, friendships. Um, so it opened up a lot of opportunities Mm -hmm. and then I was like, okay, if I can in all of these areas, reach like my, my, the next level or like my dream outcome, something that is currently maybe far, far away. But at at one day I will reach that level. Or when I reach that level, I will set another Mm -hmm. higher, higher level, uh, which drives me again and again and again. How cool would that be? Because then it never stops. I will never like be stuck somewhere just because it's comfortable I will always get challenged. And looking back when I'm like 80, 90, I will be like, wow, I did some super cool things.
1: Are you more driven by the outcomes or by the process or both? Both.
0: Because um, I really like the outcomes. Mm -hmm. I think this whole, um, you should only focus on the process is like, it's not enough. Mm -hmm. Because there needs to be something in the outcome that's like... keeping you up positive
1: reinforcement that what you're doing is is actually yeah because the the process
0: is also hard yeah i mean we see it also in like business it's the same with fitness Mm -hmm. you always have these ups and downs and as you're like more um like used to these ups and downs it's okay because then you can pretty fast recognize like hey now i have like a low season and then This only means it will go back to a high season and stuff like that. But um, the process is not always fun. It's not like only the the fun part. Sunshine and rainbows. Sunshine, rainbows and unicorns. So um, I think there needs to be something, the outcome that is driving you so that you keep fighting through the lows.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So I think both.
1: I think it's very valid.
0: Sounds good, right? Yeah, it sounds
1: quite good. <laughs> yeah.
0: What is it for you? Like when you think of yourself with 8090. <sighs> um Yeah,
1: that's a really good question. What do you don't want?
0: What do you want to avoid? Or what do you want to um?
1: So this the the, the difficult thing for me is that I tend to put a lot of pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. And if I if I'm too focused on the on the outcomes then um it can go a bit sideways um and and this can be this can be counterproductive because then i i question the process and um and then there's there's um not so much continuity for fitness it's a bit different and nutrition because um because I've I've exper- experienced too many times how it feels to not do it, and I know that it's like not an my, it's not an option. My life is just way better yeah. when I do it, even even when it's hard. Like right now, uh-huh. um, my, my sleep's not great. Uh, the training volume is quite high um and it's it's tiring <laughs> i'm tired but um but You're i know, looking good but thank you <laughs> but i know that um it's um I i don't know how to explain that but it's it's uh,
0: non-negotiable to keep
1: to keep it's a non-negotiable but being tired this way is it doesn't feel the same as being tired the other way you know so yeah being, being tired, tired of
0: being, not paying attention to your diet and yeah. sleeping like shit and
1: Yeah. Not, not exercising, not moving. It just feels like everything is hard. Like, Oh, and this is just something that I've experienced the the contrast between, between those two I've experienced too many times. So I know that I'm, I'm just, um, this is something that I need in my life. This is a non-negotiable. It won't ever go away. And for me, one of my goal right now is also to refine the process. Like the, the outcome is the process. Mm-hmm. um and try to remove the um, the pressure i could put myself under to achieve se- certain numbers because i have i do have numbers in, in my mind of stuff that i want to achieve but um i'm not sure it's it's doable uh because it's it would it's <laughs> it's kind of so ambitious um for, you know from the perspective of of where i stand right now that i'm I'm really not sure it's it's um doable achievable and i need to i need to be able to um to find joy on the journey um regardless of 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 the outcome of uh, whether i'm going to achieve that or not Mm -hmm. so right now I'm, i'm just reading um working quite hard on refining that process and this is something that is super enjoyable and I'm um, very excited about it. So it's, it's very nice. And, um, about the fear of being average. And striving for more. It's also something that comes from the exposure. And, um, like you are already saying, like s- to see that you can achieve certain things. Um, it just open ups the door for, um, for other stuff that you, you yeah. may want to achieve. And I think for me, one of the big, um, one of the big thing was, or maybe there were two. So for, First, I think I've always been the kind of guy who's more interested in um, high quality and depth, and um, not really like staying shallow. Mm -hmm. I really want to get a very deep understanding and grasp of what I'm doing. And and I'm I'm really interested in achieving very, very high level. I think this
0: reflects also very well in women's trans society. I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, this is just a side side note, but um, this is really something which is so um, this is so you Mm -hmm. and so you you like your personal like one personality trait. Do you say that? Yeah, signature. Yannick's uh, signature to like uh, go deep and um, connect the dots or see the connections, Mm -hmm. and this is really something where women's trans society um gets a lot out of it
1: mm-hmm. I'm glad <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm here for so um yeah, and this is something that I also very much enjoy talking about and spreading, so this is the kind of vibe I'm going for, and as far as I can remember this is it was always the case mm-hmm. um already as a child i was I was really and I was also fascinated by people that achieve that kind of of level um so I think knowing knowing that there's something that's possible and achievable and that other people are, are are really striving for greatness and achieving excellence and, and, and going places and going there. This is really something that inspires me, um, a lot. And the other, the other stuff, um, the other side of it was exposure and it's being in contact with people that are on that path that are going, Mm -hmm. um, on that road. And that's kind of, push me to go there myself and tell me like, hey, this is something that's possible. Um do I push you? Yeah. <laughs> you? Yeah. You push me? Yeah. Um yeah, I think it's a back and forth yeah. forth. You know, it's a, I push you, you push me, yeah, push yeah, you push me. Absolutely you push and me. I think um it kind of escalates yeah. between the two of us yeah definitely what were you going to say uh
0: i wanted to so first exposure definitely for me it it's um the more i know that i that i'm striving to be not normal and uh, build my non-average body for my non-average life the more i also want to surround myself with people who are reflecting that Mm -hmm. Um, doesn't matter like in which area doesn't have to be fitness. It can also be like business life relationship, whatever. Um, but consuming, being connected to these people, consuming content from these people has been reading books by these people has been a big game changer. Like for me, Grant Cardone mm-hmm. has been a, a big, big one. That is, baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really like when I read his books, he talks like to me and I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I feel I feel seen and it it feels like someone is understanding me Mm -hmm. and he's giving me the, um, he's telling me, Hey, you're, you're, do it this way do it mm-hmm. like how you want to do it yeah. um, do more
1: the validation to do it your own the way.
0: validation yeah. uh, to do it my own way and not only my own way but to to work more to be obsessed with my goals mm-hmm. to not let other people downplay yeah. anything that I'm doing and telling me that I shouldn't work that much or that hard because that's always something I'm I'm hearing I'm too obsessed with with business. Um, yeah. and I'm not even there, I would say I'm, I'm not even as obsessed as, uh, I could, should yeah, be. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but another question I have for you, um, that, that is tied to exposure because you said, Hey, when I'm going through this process and I'm setting myself these outcome goals and I want to be, I want to achieve excellence, um, and fighting the, the, like the normal, um the norm? Mm-hmm. The normal. The norm, yeah. Um, do other people then also with what they have achieved and because you said they are inspiring to you, does this also
1: add pressure to you? Um yes, I think so. Wow. the pr- I add the pressure myself. Okay. You know, it's not like they are not pressuring me to do certain things. So the pressure always come from within and because I'm like, Hey, because they have achieved that and that and that, then I should be able to do this and this and that. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I'm talking to myself. So I should, and this is, this is kind of interesting because at the same time, pressure is kind of a privilege and um, it's nice to be in a position where you can, where you, where you can allow yourself to, yourself under pressure um, it's also necessary to move forward because um, otherwise you're just going to be swallowed by your environment and by the norm so it's um, it's definitely something that is needed but it's also something that i have to learn to be um, mindful of mm-hmm. how i use this so that um, i'm actually moving in the right direction and and really um going towards um excellence
0: yeah
1: uh, if you can if you want to call it that um because um because it could go also in the in the other direction Mm -hmm. like i was already um saying before but um i think this is something that is that is also at the moment um seen as the norm is that stress and pressure and something um, bad being obsessed being obsessed is something that's that's um not really healthy or it should be avoided. that's problematic um and and I actually stressed a bit we have <laughs> to yeah we have to reframe that because yeah, um good because this is definitely something that we need and without stress there's no there's no there's no life yeah there's nothing you are not going to learn you are not going to have any kind of motivation you are not going to you know like depression is it's it's not this it's not right to say that but um depression is kind of um I cannot say depression is a lack of stress because it's not, but depression is when you cannot go up in the morning. Um, that would be like, for, for me, that's the life without stress. So mm-hmm. you are, you have no reason, no, no reason whatsoever to get up in the morning. This is like, um, what, what a life without any stressor would feel like for mm-hmm. me. And uh, I know it's not the the definition of, of depression. So, um, please don't understand it the wrong way. <laughs> but um, this is something that is absolutely necessary. And it's, it's a very good tool. If you can um, manage it uh, the right way, then it's, it's definitely going to help you um, move in the direction that you want. Yeah. Cool. Do you have anything to add?
0: I was thinking about how I'm dealing with um, pressure. If I'm pressuring myself and how, well, like, which impact that has on me. And I'm, 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 I'm not really thinking about pressure that Mm -hmm. much or what I have to should do. Yeah. But I love like what, what gives me pressure and what gives me stress is like deadlines. And a good challenge. I love it. So someone who
1: tells you, so, Hey, I don't think you can do this. Then you're like, Hey, I'm going to show you.
0: I'm going to show you definitely. And also I'm, I'm thinking back last summer. I know for the business, we had a lot of projects mm-hmm. at once. It was like, we want to have this, 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 and this. And um it was good to set that high...
1: Yeah, higher, higher targets,
0: higher targets yeah. and being like, Hey, we want to be everywhere or not everywhere, but we want to have a podcast and a blog and uh, YouTube and a newsletter twice a week and uh, creating new freebies and new products and, uh, the photo shoot prep program and uh-huh. like all of these kind of stuff, uh, uh, all of, all of that stuff. And it really helped me to have this big list of a lot of things I want to do to be able to, it was like a bit of fire Mm -hmm. (laughs) behind my back that was like pushing me, pushing me forward. The pressure. The pressure. pressure, Yeah. um, And, and I like pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I even like a song from I think it's Megan T. Stallion. It's uh, Pressureless. <laughs> it's cool. I love it. It's yeah. uh, it has a, it has the right vibe. Yeah. And also now I'm thinking like always when there is like I like having time and also having a bit of free space. Um, but if it's like too much, I'm getting a bit lost in that. So mm-hmm. I definitely need some like anchors. Mm-hmm. And setting some deadlines. And that goes also for like my fitness, Yeah. Um, knowing when going through what kind of phases, how long they are, uh, what, what numbers I want to hit. It's the same. Yeah. It's just having some benchmarks on the way that are putting these
1: things in. Yeah, the constraint together and showing the way. Yeah. Yeah. So this um, is going to be a topic for another episode. Uh, The practicality of striving for, for, um, excellence or greatness yeah greatness or fighting normal and average um and we are also going to speak and this in the second episode um second part of that discussion about the stuff that you were speaking about uh what you read in grant cardone's book and the kind of lesson that you've mm-hmm. um you've uh, extracted from from that book and uh, i hope you enjoyed the first part of the discussion and that it kind of opens up a new perspective and ideas about um, yeah about the norm about what you want to do with uh, your life because ultimately that's what it's about uh, what you can achieve with your fitness and if you liked it then please subscribe to the podcast leave a Get review us
0: five stars
1: yes we need five stars and um, send us
0: feedback dms are always open
1: yeah if you have any questions or um you know comments or ideas for future uh discussion and in the meantime then take care and uh, thank you
0: talk to you soon Bye bye